0: Devil's Dexter, a podcast for the Esoteric and Strange,
1: and we're live. Welcome back, <laughs> Welcome back to the Devil's Dirt Star. We are your hosts, Big Spoon and Ellsworth. So, listen, I have a question for you. Mm. What was your favorite thing to play with as a kid?
0: Toy? Hot Wheels. Okay.
1: Unexpected. Really?
0: <laughs> Hot Wheels and teddy bears together.
1: Did the teddy bears drive no. your Hot Wheels? They ate them. Okay.
0: It was a a very well-thought-out universe that my brother and I created. We were homeschooled and bored, so we had a a lot of time to make stuff up. You know, this all makes sense now. (laughs) It's all clicking together, right? It's more of a Godzilla vibe. Yep. Yes, that's exactly what it was. They used to hunt them.
1: Oh, my God, you're terrifying sometimes. (laughs) So uh, today, Dirtlings, we're going to talk about some toys, uh, specifically haunted dolls, and um, I gotta tell you, when I was doing some research last night, just kind of tying up
0: loose ends with my notes, I started to really freak myself out. Me too. Yeah. Just like you know, <laughs> I I tend to be skeptical of this kind of stuff. Um, however, it's a and there are inconsistencies in some of the stories, which you take with a grain of salt because humans tend to be inconsistent, whether or not something's true. However, <laughs> um, dolls dolls freak me out. I'm a horror movie buff. I, I will not watch doll-related horror movies. I guess I've seen Annabelle. I won't watch Chucky. I've never seen it. I have no interest in watching it. Chucky's funny, though. Yeah. It is. It, well, nah. funny, Ugh. like in a campy kind of way. <laughs> but it is a kind of a severe story, though. It's very intense. I, he's a serial killer possessing a doll, right? Is that yeah. the plot of the... Uh, Spoiler alert. Sorry. Do you want a spoiler? Are you ever going to watch it? Oh, oh yeah. Go right ahead. I, I, I think I know a general gist of...
1: Well, story.
0: he's a serial killer,
1: but he falls in a vat of plastic and he melts into the plastic and gets turned into a Chucky doll because that's what the plastic was for. And then his spirit inhabits the doll and he's murderous and crazy. Ugh. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, it's
0: kind of nasty. I just I don't know. There's just I've never had even the urge to watch it.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's whatever. It's yeah. like watching
0: fucking Leprechaun or something.
1: Okay, that <laughs> mo- movie's a masterpiece.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen it since I was like five, but I remember it being a masterpiece. Also,
1: same, I snuck out. So the way our living room was, like, there were two entrances on either side. It was symmetrical to get into the living room where we were growing up. And my parents were dead set in the center on the couch. And I snuck around the corner and like hung out behind like the <laughs> arm of the couch, yep. and I was
0: watching Leprechaun. And then I'd like sneak away if I thought they were gonna get up.
1: That's Such exactly how I watched it. We, yeah. Ours,
0: my dad sat. He had this you know armchair, and it was had its back to one of the entrances entrances of the living room. And so my brother and I would sit behind him. It's also how I saw um, my first thong. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. All I think right. it must've been a lethal weapon movie or something like that. Like oh, okay. not, not like a, like an, an super inappropriate movie, just not, you know, a kid's movie. <laughs> I was like, but Skinamax? No, 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 no. My, um, my dad did not watch that stuff that I know of, but, um, yeah, it was where I, I saw lots of, or the, I think I saw one of the, um later on exorcist movies. I've been trying to find this movie and I have not figured out what it was yet. All I remember is I was probably five or six and it was during the day that my dad was watching it. And I like snuck in behind him and saw it was a priest wading through a river of blood beneath a covenant. And there was a kid who had been possessed and the priest took the demon into himself. And all I remember, I mean, it was, you know, probably late nineties. I was just going to ask, but it was, it was scary enough for me at the time that oh. I, like, I remember going outside and it was dusk and I just, like, it was just playing over <laughs> in my head. I was
1: <laughs> oh, my hat. Oh, well, we don't need you. <laughs> um. That's so crazy. Did you look on Reddit to see if
0: you could find, like. I believe it's the third exorcist from Am my I research, good? but I haven't watched it yet to
1: confirm. I just got an ad on my Google, like, on my phone saying that the third exorcist movie was like the most underrated in the series. Huh. So I was like,
0: Oh, I got to give that a, a try. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was, it was one of the exorcists that I think it was the third one that I saw. I was like, okay, that plot seems to match, but well, I don't know. I'll have to watch it and find out. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> so speaking of toys,
1: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of toys, I'm going to talk to you today about a haunted doll and she can affect people not only just like being in her presence, but speaking her name or seeing her online. Should we give a warning
0: warning? (laughs) (laughs) This may make you ill.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it might. Um, and low key, I think it may have affected me again. The first time I listened to a podcast about this doll, it was years ago. Um, and. I was having a normal day, just going around, cleaning my house. Uh, It was my day off, and I had a terrible migraine, and I was viciously nauseous. And I just had, I laid down and took a four-hour nap and felt mostly better. Um, This one, I think it definitely affected me again, specifically last night when I was finishing up my notes. But whatever, maybe it's stress, probably stress.
0: (laughs) So because of that, we're referring to this doll um, as Perger the Doral, Yep. Uh,
1: <laughs> perger the dough. Um
0: Also, because <laughs> that gets me tongue-tied like crazy,
1: I'm I'm going to probably call her Pegs quite a lot. That works. In my notes. That's yeah. what I used. Yeah. Um, there were a couple times where I spelled out her whole name and then regretted it later.
0: <laughs> Should we share the full name? We can if you want to, as long as we give a warning. <laughs> Skip ahead five seconds if you don't want to hear the name.
1: Well, I've already been affected. So the doll's name is Peggy the doll. Hi, Peggy. Don't say hi. I have to now. It's a rule. He just sat up and looked at the wall. (laughs) My dog just reacted. Oh my god. Okay. So hi, Peggy. I'm just talking about your story today. But you're
0: not welcome here.
1: You are not welcome here. Uh, We... Want nothing but peace and love for you. Um, Please stay out. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the last time the name will be said. (laughs) Yeah. So, Pergadado. Um, (laughs) So, let me give you a rundown of what initially happened. We do not know where she came from. Like, I, she was bought at a boot sale. And basically, I think this is like kind of British lingo. So it's where you go and you set up your vehicle and you're selling things out of the boot of your car. Yep. And the things that you're selling are unwanted possessions, which totally checks out. Yeah. So this lady went to a boot sale and she bought pegs. We're going to call her pegs. Yeah. You're my accountability buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Don't, laughs> just tell me to hush. <laughs> um, so she bought peggy. Ooh. Schmut pegs. <laughs> oh my god, this is gonna be terrible. And this doll is like any typical walking doll from the 50s through the eighties. Walking doll? A walking doll is about three feet tall generally. And if you like lift their hand in a certain way,
0: they will literally walk along with you. Okay, simultaneously very cool and also disturbing yes yeah very much so
1: so a description of pegs she has a short white blonde bob kind of looks like a bowl cut but it works i don't know bright blue eyes and she's got the eyes that like move the the lids move yeah Sorry, her eyes should not move i don't know what they do <laughs> um like light dirty blonde eyebrows and pinkish red lips they're not pouty like most dolls which i thought was kind of interesting and i kind of feel like maybe she was made in the 70s or the 80s The way that she's stylized and she's made with plastic, not porcelain or composition materials or whatever. Her original outfit is believed to be a red dress with matching red slip on shoes and pictures you see of her online. She's wearing like a blue cardigan and knit white tights and a little dress. Uh, Nowadays, when you see pegs, she's wearing a white christening dress and a black rosary. So they just
0: went out of their way to make her creepier. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. So uh, so this anonymous person bought pegs at the boot sale, brought her home, and immediately started having really crazy nightmares. And she would also wake up having like a fever, and she'd be shaking. And she's like, oh my god, I'm sick. Like, what's going on? And she realized, like, for some reason, she thought it was the doll. And I think the doll was in her bedroom because she started moving pegs into different rooms throughout her house far away from the bedroom to see if it would make a difference. But it didn't. Ugh. It didn't matter. It's too late. Yeah. Um, so other things started happening, though, too. Doors would open and close by some unseen force. Like, just, just not fucking good. Yeah. Basically edit out that swear word i'm sorry (laughs) so um also another thing she would start to see shadows and i think that over time the longer you're around pegs the more scary stuff starts happening so it'll start with the night terrors and the sweats and the shaking and then it'll progress to physical things going on in your home is kind of what it sounds like Yeah. yeah well And that's not only for people that have her in the home, but for others. And I'll explain that in a minute. Yikes. So in order to kind of quell whatever activity was going on in the home, she decided to do what any sane person would do. And no, not get rid of the doll. She called a priest to perform an exorcism on her house and on the doll. So step one, don't go to a doctor, go to a priest. (laughs) Go to a priest. Got it. And don't kill it with fire, or you know, throw it in the garbage. I've seen
0: conflicting things about <laughs> killing to, things with fire. I, that's been about my go-to, but burning one of those, yeah,
1: don't do it. Yeah, yeah. So the priest came, tried it twice. Nothing worked. Night terrors persisted. All that stuff. So then, what she did was she covered pegs and blankets, and threw her in a shed in the backyard. <laughs> I think I'd gift her to someone I didn't like. Right? I think I'd open up a boo sale. <laughs> hey, Aunt cart. Betty, I got
0: you this gift for Christmas.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I would totally re gift that thing. But so she threw in the shed and started Googling online, trying to find somebody that could help her. She found a haunted doll website run by this lady her name is Jane Harris and she today is a paranormal investigator Cool because who, of this stuff right here Who
0: collects haunted dolls Yes so basically her
1: and her team they investigate doll hauntings and try to see if they can help the owners in any way figure out like what's going on with the doll Interesting So Jane took pegs into her own home that first night Oh god <laughs> So, things started to happen. She started to feel unwell. A couple days into investigating Pegs and having her in the home, she came down with a fever, couldn't even leave her bed. And she progressively got sicker and sicker until another investigator on her team came into the home and removed the doll. So, she was on the upswing. Things were better. Clearly, everything was related to the doll. Yeah. So, they started their investigation again. And- you know, kind of wanting to really up the ante and figure out what was going wrong as fast as possible, she brought in psychics. Four different psychics examined pegs. And what they figured out is that she is inhabited by the spirit of a woman who lived in London. And they believe she was born in 1946, oddly specific, and that she has ties to the Holocaust. The reason being... Is Pegs kept indicating to them that she was persecuted in life, but th- they weren't really sure how. Um, and also, they believe that Pegs died of some type of respiratory distress because. Like a gas chamber? Well, I know. Well, don't... no, if she was born.
0: Well, well, well if 46... she was born out as a baby. It makes you wonder,
1: timeline-wise. Well, if she was born as a baby.
0: If she died as a baby is what I meant. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, Or it could be something unrelated. It could have been pneumonia. Yeah. Who knows? Um, She might have had family that were tied to the Holocaust, and she was experiencing a lot of racism being a Jewish woman in London. I don't know. Nobody really knows. Um, And also, there's conversations that Pegs has had with Jane, and she seems to not want Jane to talk about or post- conversations online because that's what jane was doing she started posting yeah. conversations and videos online of their convos and the camera would turn off interesting yeah so um and also she would have um jane and the other people in the room would have chest tightness difficulty breathing shortness of breath that kind of stuff so they think it's respiratory and so
0: it's a spirit though not an inhuman spirit a human spirit that one is the human allegedly spirit. okay okay <laughs> Yeah, so uh, <laughs> that one. Let, let me move on to <laughs> I
1: know, it, it's totally crazy. Here's, here's where things started getting out of control. So Jane had a Facebook page, and I think it was for her haunted doll website. Now she owns a site called HD Paranormal, and um, she started posting pictures of pegs on there and short video clips. 80 people came forward. She started getting flooded with messages saying that they were feeling shortness of breath, extreme nausea, severe headache, all kinds of stuff. And one of the videos that Jane ended up posting, it, it's kind of creepy. I watched it last night for the first time. Um, she's interviewing pegs with a K two meter. And basically it's the, the little black box and it has like lights on it, the red, the yellow, orange, green, and it'll light up when it's sensing electromagnetic fields next to an object. Try to keep your cell phones away from it. That kind of thing. So she was just holding it up to the doll and having a conversation with her. And it seems like a couple times peg left the chat. (laughs) Like she would just not answer anything. And then, this is only a five-minute video, but you start hearing knocking sounds, and she starts asking her more in-depth questions, Um, and they seem more personal in nature. All of a sudden, you hear a knocking sound, and you slowly see pegs start falling. She's been sitting there the whole time. She falls over, and before she hits the floor, the camera turns off. So... Um, Jane, she just has like two little slides at the end of the video saying that pegs fell to the floor when the knocking started and that pegs remains isolated. She did say in a later interview that she ended up having a very severe headache and nausea right after this recording. Well, so did everyone
0: else who saw the video online. People were reporting, you know, mass hysteria. Right? Yeah, exactly. that's, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Is I think
1: there's another term for mass hysteria now yeah, that's like more s- PC,
0: but yeah.
1: I don't remember what it is. Sorry. I don't, I, <laughs> I don't
0: either, but it definitely... Oh, my MPI, Mass Psychogenic Illness. Mass Psychogenic Illness. Yes, that's yeah. ringing a bell. So what these people are saying
1: is that... Let me see. Yeah, physical unwellness, headache, dizziness... Sense of dread and later on bad dreams,
0: which trust me, it totally checks out. Cause word, sister, but yeah, um, yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> it just it just sounds like this is an advertisement for like, are you experiencing these <laughs> symptoms? Zoloft might be for you, exactly.
1: So, but there were other people that were saying it was affecting their computers. Their computers were shorting out, like the screens, or they were turning off or freezing there's another person who ended up having to contact Jane immediately after watching the video. I don't know how because Jane's computer froze. So maybe she had contact info on Facebook or the haunted doll website, but she said that her computer immediately froze on an image of pegs. And then the room went cold and she could feel someone in the room with her and could hear them moving around. Ugh. Yeah. Total nightmare. Yeah. Like, no thank you. So she got in touch with Jane and was, like, begging her for help. So Jane brought pegs to whatever designated isolation area yeah. she has. In other things I read about Jane, she has a room in her basement, where it, a cabinet, and she would put them in there. Because there's another doll that Jane had that is also haunted and as soon as she got that doll, she put it inside the cabinet on the top shelf. As soon as she went back upstairs, she heard some type of noise, went downstairs, a can of paint was spilled on the floor and the doll was just sitting there. Different doll, not pegs. Yeah.
0: I don't know if I love this line of work. No, absolutely not. (laughs) This is not not on the list of things that I would like. Yeah. I don't know necessarily if I believe that objects can be haunted. Um, but, dolls are weird. The psychogenic part, though. Yes. Because I, oh, I could absolutely convince myself a doll's haunted. You have me awake at 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'm going to believe anything. Yep. Yeah. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> so, uh. I don't like that he keeps sitting up whenever we, Our, my dog is sitting outside, and, and any time we start to talk about something really intense, he sits up and kind of growls. He just laid back down. He's very mad. It's raining, and he got banished. He He's not in, he's not in the rain. He's sleeping on a warm blanket, but. Still. He's not he's not having a good day. <laughs> I'm I'm glad I'm not facing the window. <laughs> oh
1: god. Yeah, I've been going around and shutting all the curtains in my house actually. Cuz I've been kind of skittish since mm. last night. But anyway, so yeah, woman reached out. Pegs got put in isolation. Jane asked her nicely just to try to please stop tormenting yeah. everyone. Yeah. And immediately the the happenings ceased. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's, um, it's very bizarre. So trying to find out more about what's going on with this doll, because that was kind of the end, um, the end all be all of what's going on with people. And the fact that, you know, you'll get affected if you're looking at her through a computer screen, which is crazy yeah I've never heard of anything else that does that no and, well besides haunted paintings but that'll be another episode I guess the hands resist no. him my husband is dead set that something is wrong with that painting because he had a string of bad stuff happen to him and my stepson really after seeing it online dead and he's skeptic as yeah I'll get totally. out yeah yeah so So, anyway, I I went to HD Paranormal, where Jane and her husband and a whole slew of people, um, they run a website and have different pages about different dolls that they've experienced, and one of them is Pegs. So, they, over a course of two years, have been doing experiments with her, and they discovered that she's also inhabited by some male force entity, something. I don't know if it's a spirit. I don't really wanna call it that. And from what I understand, he's the one that's hurting people, not the London woman.
0: Almost everything that I have read about possessions of objects or things like that is that human spirits are never ever strong enough to do stuff like that. So if it's moving around and making people feel things, It's not human. Leave it the fuck alone. It's basically everything that I've read. I think that totally makes sense. So uh,
1: basically, this is what happened and what they've done over the last two years. They've collected EVPs, so they're hearing things from pegs. I need to go look them up online when I'm feeling a little less cursed. Um, yeah, I don't need to know <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> they've <laughs> they've taken photographs of mysterious shadows and strange light anomalies. There's an unexplainable number of deaths amongst animals Aww. that have been near pegs, but no further descriptions of
0: this. Physically I, near, not like yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah,
1: I. From what I understand, physically near. Oh oh my God, my cat. Um, (laughs) So the EMF meter readings and fluctuations in direct response to questions, which if you have the balls to watch that video, you can clearly see it for yourself. It's only in 240 (laughs) P, but there is also a string of independent witness testimonies, chairs shaking during group seance, um, insect infestation while filming.
0: There's something about bugs, like, nothing to me brings more fear in a book or a movie than flies. than bad smells. Oh, yes. Like, absolutely. Flat, bugs and bad, rot. Yes. The, like, there's something about that. that. Like, word. I could see ghosts, I could feel things, whatever, I'm gonna be like, okay, whatever, I, I'm tired. If yeah. I smell something bad and there are bugs around, yep, terror. <sighs> that That is just, like, a sign... To me, it's just like there is
1: something demonic wrong. going on. Yes. Yeah. And there's been physical scratches. Um, specific messages relayed to individuals through automatic writing. So when you're sitting there with a pen, yeah. piece of paper and asking questions and they're just kind of, yeah, you know responding through your physical body, which I don't like. I feel like yeah, you're opening, that's up, your <coughs> opening yourself up to something. With
0: the conversation we have w- had with Chris, which everyone will hear on Halloween, really emphasized the, you know, <laughs> you opening yourself up to things with stuff like Ouija boards. and Yes. Which, yeah. too late. Too late. For us. Already done it. No wonder. <laughs> no wonder we get migraines. I oh, know. my God. We're possessed. Seriously. <laughs> and then lastly
1: unexplainable smells that appear and disappear quickly. Mm-hmm.
0: Like you Unless said. Unless it's freshly baked bread. <laughs> <laughs> or butter. That's the kind of ghost I'm going to be. I'm going to smell like freshly baked bread and ice cream. Popcorn? Oh, yeah. God, ice cream. Does ice cream. cream have a smell? I guess it's too cold for a it smell. It might be. I'm yeah. going to smell like freshly baked bread and... <laughs> Probably dog. I think our dog smells good. I know. I realize that he does not, but I like the way he smells. Because you're a dog mom. Yeah. You have to say that. Yeah. No, and, it's like just feel that way. It's like <laughs> when people are like newborn babies smell good. Like they I do. Uh, do you they know? Is it a chemical reaction that's making it like a hormonal thing that's making us think they smell good? I totally
1: good? think so. I think I've it's never smelled a newborn baby, so I like, like a a pheromone
0: situation. Yeah. So I have newborn baby pheromones for my dog. <laughs> I think he smells delightful. I know he's stinky. That's his nickname. It's <laughs> a but- great candle. Yeah. <laughs> Newborn baby pheromones for your dog. <laughs> or not. I don't know.
1: Um, and then, so, night terrors, disembodied footsteps, and extreme changes in temperature. So, mm. that is basically the gist of what is going on with Perga Didot, And the only other thing I have about her is where she resides now in a haunted museum
0: which is where downtown las vegas <laughs> all right all right so i mean that makes sense because if there are bad vibes they're already naturally there
1: <laughs> I feel no like offense las vegas out. but you know
0: it's true do you want me to get into that part yeah
1: okay so this museum some of you you either love them or you hate them america's sweetheart Zach Bagans owns this museum. I
0: love him. Yes. I, I do too. <laughs> I recognize and appreciate why people don't. Yes. However, it's a vibe, you know, like he, he has not left the, sh- sh- their chandelier, their jeans, not a chandelier, you know, that, that whole thing, the Ryan, yep. he's been that forever. He has yes. not moved from that. He, he has remained wavered. steadily who he is. Yeah. And I enjoy the delightfully campy TV show. Yeah. And
1: I, I, I kind of love that he yells at spirits because there tends to be some kind of reaction.
0: <laughs> so, fun fact: now I'm, I'm going to feel very bad. Actually, I think it was Ghost Hunters, not Ghost Adventures. My mom met them on a plane, would transit, uh, jump seating somewhere else. Cool. And um, of course, afterwards, yeah, this. afterwards, she was like, "Hey, do you know?" <sighs> See, it was, I was in college and now I used to like g- both ghost hunters and ghost adventures. Oh, and now same. I can't remember which one it was she saw. And I don't want to say the wrong one and then be like rude, but she asked if I knew of them and I was like, yeah. And she was like, Oh, like they're really nice. I like, I sat next to them the whole ride down in first class or whatever. And I, I was just like, of course you did. Like, <laughs> she had no idea who they were. Um, Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. my god! But anyways,
0: whether it was Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures, I want to say it was Ghost Adventures because I I've, I've been a bigger fan of them just because I had more access to their stuff, um, and I remember being very excited when she told me. Um, but yeah, she she had she had no idea who they were, but they were very nice.
1: That's she very said, cool. Yeah. that makes me happy. Actually. Yeah, it's nice to Good hear experience. that people aren't jerks in real life oh god yeah yeah, i know it's like when you meet a celebrity in real life and then they crush
0: your dreams <laughs> usually it's my parents crushing their dreams like oh, my dad telling <laughs> billy joel that he was fat <gasps> <gasps> and then he didn't really like billy joel <laughs> <laughs> and then he got home and saw a news article and he was like oh my god what have i done your
1: parents are amazing <laughs> that's
0: so oh, awesome
1: man yep so um I'm not really sure how all of this transpired, but I'm sure Zach learned about Peridot and wanted to have some type of interaction because Pegs ended up getting on his show, one of his many shows. There's yes, so many so now. Many. This one was Deadly Possessions, which is all about objects that are in the museum and that he currently owns. And he owns, I think, some of the things that Ed and Lorraine... Warren they oh, auction owned. some of them off yeah. yes i yeah um so pegs makes it onto the episode jane harris is also there there's also a psychic medium there as well and her name is patty negris they start having a séance with pegs Zach, all of a sudden, is full of rage out of nowhere and is having a hard time controlling it. It seems to happen to him a lot. Yes, it does. He That tends to be a reaction depending on the environment Rage the or fear. I feel like yep. he, he's
0: very sensitive to that.
1: Well, the the one that really got me and was giving me the willies was that flies started landing on his face when they nope. were having the stance. And I don't even know if he addressed them. Where the
0: fuck are they coming from?
1: I don't know. I mean, it's Las Vegas. It's a hot place. I I don't, but I remember I've gone to Vegas a couple times. I don't remember a fly being in sight, but also you're in a museum full of haunted objects. How is it not teeming with flies?
0: I don't know. Or why would it be like rationally, skeptically speaking, why the fuck would there be flies there? Yeah. So, Ooh. All of that starts
1: happening. There's also a typewriter in the room. I don't know if it's just part of their set design or if it's another haunted object. They start hearing tapping from the typewriter and nobody's there touching it. Their chairs start shaking. And also, mind you, seance, there's candles lit in this room. They start furiously glowing in response to questions. Whoa. Yeah. So, lastly, they start debating whether they want to show pegs show her face but while they're talking about it they are filming her they put a camera on he- her and it immediately stops recording like whatever it was did not want her to be recorded and it seems like the female entity that's
0: in this doll just doesn't want you know certain yeah or maybe she wants privacy People she could from be from whatever else is in the doll. I'm gonna check on our camera speaking of that,
1: oh yeah, yeah, yay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> so recording's done, they're done with this whole thing. They decide they wanna keep pegs at the museum, so I believe there's some type of uh you know transaction there, and he bought pegs or was gifted her, yeah. He built a custom home for Pegs. It is very gothic cathedral kind of looking thing, wooden. Kind of like Annabelle's home. Kind of like Annabelle's, yeah, very yeah, much like a little so. church almost. Reminiscent, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I have pictures on my thing. I'll share with you, but um, there's a glass pane, and you know, obviously, so she can look out of and look at you and curse you i think of course actually um, yeah. yes and this museum so it's called the haunted museum in downtown las vegas no one below the age of 14 is allowed to go in there so 14 and above tickets start at 54 dollars an hour for general admission right and <laughs> this made me laugh so hard r.i.p all access tickets (laughs) (laughs) oh those are 86 dollars an hour and both of these things it's a two-hour tour yeah um (laughs) the freaky part and the thing i probably will never do not only because of the price it's got a tag for 204 dollars a pop it's a flashlight tour which is exactly what it sounds like i mean it's it's a cool idea (laughs) yeah but you're in a pitch black museum with nothing but a flashlight and this museum is home to a bunch of haunted ass objects yeah if there's anything i know about hauntings It's that they mess with energy. Yeah. Yours and electronics and they drain batteries. Why on earth would you do that? (laughs) I'd be crashing into everything and getting possessed immediately. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I would
0: be, I would be, if there were any haunted porcelain dolls, they'd be shattered by the time I was out of there just from knocking into them.
1: Oh, my gosh. Some of the pictures that I found of Peg sitting in her little creepy cathedral hovel, there's a bunch of dolls lined up underneath her. Like, I don't know if that was staging, like if that's normally what's going on, but there's like, I think there's whole doll rooms.
0: Oh. And also
1: there's objects, not just that are haunted, but were owned by serial killers in this museum. That's... Kevorkian's vehicles in yeah. there. Wow. Yes. Jack Kevorkian. If you know, you know. But <laughs> yeah, so that's where Pegs resides and that's where you can go see her. And the rule is to greet her. And then also to say goodbye to her and maybe nothing will happen, but there's no guarantee. Wow. And I do want to tell you that last night I had a nightmare. Scared the hell out of me. And I was feeling a little on edge, definitely had a headache and I was feeling nauseous, but again, could be just like everyday stress, life stress, whatever. But my nightmare was so intense. I woke up in the middle of screaming and my husband hugged me in bed and told me what's going on. It's okay. And then I was just kind of like whimpering and went back to sleep. What all I remember from my dream is that I was in my bathroom that we have connected to our master bedroom and that the attic access was now in the bathroom instead of out in the hallway above the stairs, which is like a terrifying spot to have. A it. Don't get me started. Stupid location for that. Yes. Yeah. I had a dream that I was just looking up, and dust was falling from the opening. And asbestos dust. <laughs> <laughs> asbestos. Literal asbestos. Yeah.
0: Vermiculite. <laughs> oh my god! Don't go up there no. without a mask and goggles. John and I are already done for. It is.
1: Certain depth. Yeah, I know. Same, actually. (laughs) God, but so I'm looking up. Asbestos dust is falling in my face, and somebody swiftly moves the like the sheet that is covering it. It's like a I don't know. It's it's like drywall, basically. Yeah, it's like a little little hatch. And I could hear that somebody was walking around up there. And then suddenly, my husband jumps down from the ceiling and is just this close to my face and that's when I woke up and I, I don't remember what I said I'll have to ask him yeah I, I don't, but I when I woke up in the morning I was like I had an, a nightmare it was like yeah you think he <laughs> <laughs> super wow. did wow and anyway so nothing since but yeah, that's my uh, my experience with researching pegs. Don't recommend. And yeah. the photos that we'll be, be posting of her, I have put a sensor bar over her eyes because apparently that's important. So yeah. you can look at those. Um, look at the ones without sensor bars at your own risk. Bye. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Whoa.
1: So anyway, yeah. you want to tell me about another little yeah, haunted Yeah, on to the
0: next haunted object. Um. So, you may know (laughs) of this doll from many horror movies, such as The Conjuring or Annabelle, which is her name. Um, Annabelle is a real Raggedy Ann doll who was owned most recently before the current owner by Ed and Lorraine Warren and kept in their occult museum, which is no longer open. We'll discuss that later. Um, They obtained the doll after working a case for the doll's owner. So, if you are not familiar with Annabelle, she is a large, like, the size of a small child, large, Mm -hmm. Raggedy Ann doll. So, red string hair, black button eyes, if you're thinking Coraline, black button eyes, freaky little smile. Um, (laughs) It was given to this young nurse, uh, Deidre. Is it Deirdre? Deirdre? I've always known it as Deirdre. Okay. Um, By her mother. So... Um, af- sometime after getting the doll Deirdre and her roommate Lara started noticing that the doll would move around. Um, like She would always set it on her bed with its arms and legs kind of like its arms by its size and its legs straight out and so she'd get home and its arms would be crossed or its legs would be crossed or it would just be in slightly different positions and her and her roommate started experimenting with it and putting it in different positions to see how it would move from those positions. <laughs> um, oh it, my god. And, and to Give you an idea. All of the things I'm about to tell you all escalated within a month. So it, once it started happening, it happened very quickly. Whoa! So then the doll started moving between rooms. So they would find it in a room behind locked doors, and you know, they, it would be go from Deirdre's room to Laura's room or onto the couch. One day at night, they came home to find Annabelle kneeling on a chair by the door, and they could not recreate the position. Every time they tried to get the doll to kneel, it would just fall over. But So they couldn't figure out how it was put, like left in that position. Oh my god! I my skin's crawling. Oh, it gets so much weirder. So (laughs) then they started getting notes. Um, written in poor, childish handwriting, th- saying things like, help us or help Cal, who was Laura's fiance. So there are alternate versions of the story that call him Lou. However, the primary source I used for this is a book called The Demonologist by Gerald Brittle, which covers the lives of um, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Okay. And he calls him Cal. So I'm going to go with that, um, as that was my, my main source. So the, the freakiest thing to me is that these notes were written on pencil, um, in pencil, on parchment and they noticed um, they, they did not have any pencils or parchment in the home. Oh my god, I was just gonna ask you. So, sidebar, because I had to look it up, I always thought parchment was a fancy way of saying paper, but it's not. Parchment, specifically, so paper, as we know, is is made like from wood or plant matter, pulp. Yeah. Parchment is handmade, is not paper or handmade paper. It is leather that has been sanded down and cured for writing on. So parchment is what was used before paper. It's sheepskin. It's not something that you just have floating around your house.
1: Where in the... I would assume that one of the two roommates... Was messing with me like hardcore. That was what...
0: It was what my assumption would be is someone was pranking me. That's oddly specific though. Yeah. The parchment... I don't know. There's just something real... Where do you get parchment? about... Yeah. And it's got to be expensive too. I mean... I'm sure it is if it's leather. Cured lambskin. Yeah. Oh my God. What? So um, (laughs) both Laura and Deidre understandably assumed that it was pranksters and they actually started leaving marks and uh, tape string and stuff in places around the doors and windows to see if it would get disturbed if someone was breaking into the apartment because they obviously weren't coming through the front door. Okay. Um, And those things never got disturbed or or moved around. And it continued to escalate. One night they got home. The doll was sitting as it was left on Deidre's bed and it had three spots of blood on its chest and a spot of blood on its hand or vice versa. I don't remember, but so three spots of blood in one spot and then a a spot of blood on the other. Freaky. Um, by then they started getting kind of freaked out, understandably, and they contacted a medium who told them that, um, the, it was a spirit of a seven-year-old girl named Annabelle who had died in the area. She, uh, the quote she said, that uh, she had played in the fields long ago before these apartments were built, unquote. And that she was unhappy because she was mostly surrounded by adults. She didn't have anyone to play with or who could relate to her. And that she felt that Laura and Deidre could understand her and, and empathize with her. And that she wanted to play with them, basically. That's so sad. And so she asked if she could stay with them and move into the doll. And they said yes. Oh, so, no. So, yeah. No. So it gets weirder laura's fiance cal didn't like the doll um because he rationally thought it was fucking weird <laughs> and the girls thought it was cute they called it and like a direct quote is that they called it their little mascot <laughs> absolutely awesome. bizarre this is why it's important that you watch horror movies <laughs> so you know it's not cute so this is a direct quote cal was having th- this part's not he was having reoccurring dreams that were getting very freaky. Mm -hmm. And he said that he felt that they were more than a dream. He felt that he was actually watching something happen. So this is the direct quote of the dream. I saw myself wake up. Something seemed wrong to me. I looked around the room, but nothing was out of place. But then when I looked down towards my feet, I saw the rag doll Annabelle. It was slowly gliding up my body. It moved over my chest and stopped. Then it put its arms out. One arm touched one side of my neck, The other touched the other side, like it was trying to make an electrical connection. Then I saw myself being strangled. I was writhing and trying to push the doll with my chest, but I might as well have been pushing on a wall because it wouldn't move. I was literally strangling to death, but I couldn't help myself no matter how hard I tried. And he had this dream over and over and over again.
1: Oh my God.
0: How bizarre. Like why? I
1: wouldn't even think... It's so
0: yeah, and it's again. I I'm skeptical of this being reality. Um, so the the reason we have these direct quotes is in this book. He writes down this transcripts from this fir- the first meeting that Warrens had with these people. Okay, because uh, Ed recorded it. So that's a direct quote from Cal. Um, if. Uh, John and I are both fairly skeptical of these things, but if either of us started having dreams like that, of any object in this house, the object would no longer be in the house. Uh, yeah. And I'd be very annoyed if John continued to think it was cute. (laughs) (laughs) He wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. So, um, (laughs) the last escalation point before they contacted someone was, um, Cal got physically attacked by the doll. So, uh, allegedly he was spending one, one night alone with Laura. Uh, Deidre was not in the home and they heard noises coming from her room, like thumping and scratching and whatever. They reasonably assumed that someone had broken in and that it was a burglar or something like that.
1: They're very practical. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I
0: I think we tend to try and assume the most rational reason out of, if nothing else, like denial and fear. Even
1: after all that other stuff was going on, I would, I would be like, no, it's a doll. Yeah. And then I'd get killed
0: by like an actual intruder. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Cal went to investigate. He waited outside the door until the noises stopped and then swung it open and flung on the lights. And all he saw, there was no one in the room. He just saw the doll tossed on the floor. As he got closer to it, the hairs on the back of his neck went up, like he he felt something behind him. Mm-hmm. He spun around, and then just he could not continue to talk about what happened next. And then his girlfriend had to t- his fiance had to take over and say, like, we can't get him to to say what happened next. Like he can't, he won't, he won't continue the story. Oh my but god! But when when Lara came in, he was covered in blood. And there were seven scratch marks on his chest. Seven? Seven. Isn't that the angel number? It's an angel number. I don't know what it's an angel number number for. Um, Yeah. Apparently, so conveniently, the claw mark allegedly healed within the next day. So despite him being, quote unquote, covered in blood, it was was gone the next day.
1: It's almost like a, well, hallucination. Yeah. Yeah, but amongst ma- them hysteria,
0: all, I, yeah, it's very, it's very odd. Um, so after this, this last attack, they were understandably starting to realize that perhaps it was not a child and something was wrong. So they called a priest and told him everything, and he believed them, and he genuinely felt it was serious and contacted a priest higher up, um, a father Everett who contacted the Warrens. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, here we go. That's how they got involved. (laughs) So, um, the girls told the Warrens that they were all starting to get freaked out by the activity. And because of that, they decided to move out. They're like, this little girl feels like this is her property. She's, we don't want to play with her anymore. We're moving out. Oh, wow. And Ed said, there's no point moving. The spirit is attached to you. Now. Annabelle does not exist. And you are being pranked by an inhuman spirit. I agree with Ed. Yes. <laughs> and so basically, they, he, the, the demon had pranked them by convincing them that it was a little girl. And they had, it had gotten them to give it permission to possess, possess their lives. I specify lives because, and this is kind of something we discussed a little bit with Perger the Doral. <laughs> um, Ed specified that inhuman spirits do not possess objects. They possess people. Okay. There's some contradictions with this, though, going on with how they behaved with the doll. Hmm. So, but anyways, that's what he said. They don't possess objects, they possess people. So, the evidence he had that it was, in fact, a malicious, inhuman spirit and not a human spirit, or even a malicious human spirit, is that, um, A, the notes were written in parchment, which apparently means something. I couldn't figure out what. Um, The three drops of blood on the doll's chest. Three is a very common witching number. Yes. Yeah. even or even a, a holy number. It's it's common in both ways, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Um, and then three o'clock being the witching witching hour. And the fact that it had so much power, he was saying, you know, ghosts don't have that power. It's moving around, it's hurting people, it's leaving you notes. Ghosts don't do that. They can't do that. They're not strong enough to do that. Oh my God. So he also said that the scratch marks on Cal's chest, the seven claw marks were a telltale sign and that he had seen it before. Um, again, I could not figure out where else, like, get Gotta a little more be... information on that, but he said that he had seen it before. Yeah, in another case, probably. They called a priest, had the a priest come and exorcise the home and bless the girls, so he did a blessing in each room. And it's, uh, it's actually really funny, in the in the direct quote, the transcripts, um, and I, I didn't save this part, so I'm going to paraphrase it, but essentially, the priest seemed kind of freaked out, and Ed... Asked him if he wanted evidence. And he was like, we can try and, you know, greet the entity and try and get it to interact with us if you if you want proof before you exercise it. Because the priest was like, well, I haven't really done any exorcisms. And the priest was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's smart awesome. Man. Yeah, <laughs> smart man. So after they ble- priest blessed the home and the girls, and I, I don't know much more about them after this. Um, the Warrens left and took the doll with them as a precaution. Again, to me, he said directly that, uh, in human spirits don't possess objects. They possess people. So I don't understand why they felt the need to take the doll. Yeah. It's almost like it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, it seems hypocritical. And you know, maybe that's not exactly what he meant, but. Hmm. Yeah. So they took the doll home. Allegedly, uh, the entity tried to crash their car on the way home, um, stalling it three times while they were going on a sharp curve, meaning the power steering and the brakes failed. Um, And so apparently Ed threw holy water on it in the shape of a cross and it stopped. Um, (laughs) When they brought it home, it levitated on Ed's desk um, and started moving around their home. In different rooms, same as it did with the girls, and even between buildings. So they'd leave it in an office building, and it would show up back at their house. Oh my God, no! Yeah, no. Nope. Um, and allegedly it also had a familiar, so to speak, um, a ghostly familiar. There was a black cat that would follow Annabelle around, like pace in the room wherever she was. Um, but it would dematerialize when they look at it from the head <gasps> oh, down. Oh, I
1: was gonna ask you. Wait,
0: is not this a, a physical? Pet fam- that like... was attracted to the dog. No, like a like a ghost. Oh my God, cat. I
1: didn't know about that. Yeah, I think the only thing. I knew about this
0: story was the weirdness with the car. Like, it's it's really interesting. Oh um, I definitely learned a lot more more about it because I also didn't know about the fiance stuff because I only know what I know from the movies, pretty yeah. much. Um, yeah. So it um, it also whenever they'd work with priests would be understandably upset. But even if they would go elsewhere to meet with priests, they'd come back and it would be like doing these deep animal growls around the house. Who like love it? Don't like nope. it. Don't like that. um It attacked people, so it, uh, th- their car was not the only car who had a brake failure. Um, there was a priest who came in, and i again, I didn't write down the direct quote, but essentially picked it up and was like, "You're just a stupid doll. You're not going to do anything," and threw it on the ground. And then his brakes failed on the way home. And then he called Ed and and <laughs> told. And I think there, there are conflicting reports because some say that his car crashed, okay. and some say that he made it home, but it like there was something wrong with it. Um, But he called Ed and and told him and was like, oh, like, you're right. I was wrong. (laughs) Oh my God. So um, Annabelle ended up in the Warren's Occult Museum, which is in Monroe, Connecticut, in a locked case that says positively do not open. And the case is kind of like the one you described. It looks like a little, like almost like a churchy outhouse. Yeah. (laughs) That she's sitting in. It has a cross (laughs) on it. um, Yeah. And it has, you know, a glass, a glass front to it. Um, in this museum, they also had things like a haunted samurai suit, a haunted piano, vampire coffins, cursed photographs, um, children's tombstones, human skulls. There's a haunted necklace called the pearls of death, which allegedly strangles anyone who wears them. (gasps) Yeah. That's cool. Right. (laughs) Um, and also this is a, a real thing I saw it in the horror movie and I didn't realize it's a real object, a fucking, one of those clapping toy monkeys. That's allegedly possessed by... Why did he stand up and start growling when I said that? <laughs> oh, my God. It's no, allegedly possessed by a demon. I know what you're talking about. I do not like it. It's so freaky. I didn't freaky. know that either. Yeah, it's real. Ew. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so um, one time, this is another famous incident. While the doll was on display, a visitor started banging on the glass case that Annabelle was kept in a young man who came with his girlfriend and saying, you know, if you're real, scratch me, whatever, messing with it. Ed caught him doing it and kicked him out. And he died on the way home in a motorcycle accident.
1: Yes. Oh my God. That's the one. Yeah. That is the one. Oh my God. You know, you could say it's all coincidence.
0: Motorcycles are dangerous. I get it. Stupid dangerous. Bad timing. But (laughs) yeah. Like, no. Oh my God. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. So freaky. I don't know. So unfortunately, we can't visit them, her, the, the objects in the museum anymore. It closed in 2019 after um, Lorraine Warren died on April 18th of that year. Um, and it had already been out of operation for a year because they were having zoning oh. issues and they couldn't, I, don't, I, really? I, I couldn't get more details on it. It was zoning issues and they, and they ended up having to close. Um, however, their son-in-law, Tony Spera, he's he the one who operates it now. Um, he still has most of the museum's contents. Like you said, he did auction some of them off, yeah. um, including I think Zach Baggins got some of them. Um, But they do get displayed now for the Warrens Seekers of the Supernatural Paracon. Um, The next event being the Warrens Seekers of the Supernatural Phantasmacon. And is actually uh, Saturday, this October 28th of 2023. Cool. Um, You can get tickets for $40. However, if you want to actually view Annabelle and the other haunted objects, tickets are $71. Whoa. And in order to enter the event, you have to sign a waiver. (gasps) That, that just like solidifies the realness. It makes it way more, like that's genius. It's a genius marketing tactic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or like genius, you know, covering your ass tactic. But either way.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've had to sign a waiver to go on a ride
0: before. Yes. Only one time. Yeah.
1: But to go to something like this. Yeah.
0: It's very, I also wonder though, if you, if you didn't sign a waiver and uh-huh. you go into a museum and you get possessed or whatever, you get something follows you home <laughs> Is that going to hold up in court? I don't think it would. It might have 100 years ago, I don't think it would today. Yeah, I don't know that that would hold up. No. Like yeah. maybe you could argue emotional distress that yes. like they they triggered you into something, but It does make me think about like full
1: disclosure when you buy a home though about if your home is haunted or blah, blah, yeah, there was a murder or a death in the home. Um, and then ta da, your house is absolutely goddamn haunted. And there are some places where
0: you don't have to disclose that,
1: yes, exactly. Yeah. So it makes me wonder if, like, there's some laws, like, depending on the state and yes. what laws that they have, yeah, jurisdictionally you know, if that is a thing, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it would hold up.
0: No, I, I, I don't, I don't know. So either, I mean, either way it's, it's genius to have it because of course you want, if you want to look at a haunted object and they make you sign a waiver that makes it way more real.
1: Yeah. Like, it does.
0: Yeah. Very, very interesting. Like
1: I bet you some people turned around Yeah, or will turn around. I don't really
0: have an interest in, in viewing it again, not that I necessarily believe that it's, um, in this or even that in demons or things that can possess objects like that. Right. But I do believe in mass psychosis and mass hysteria. And I certainly do not have, um, any presumptions that I would be above falling for that. Same. I, I absolutely, I mean, yeah, I I don't, I don't want to test it and find out that like, again, maybe just the, a demon is just mass hysteria. And that's, that is in its the embodiment of what it is yeah um, but I don't want to test the water <laughs> I, yeah no I
1: think there's something to be said for the power of suggestion yes um especially when you're going and researching spooky things like we did over yeah. the past couple of days
0: and you know like that could be the total reason why I had a crazy nightmare I, absolutely I actually I had a nightmare um the other night too after researching this stuff that i think i blame john because he sent me a clip of a horror movie that came out that looks very good but i was Ooh. it was like two in the morning i just finished re- researching this stuff i was in bed just like scrolling through what he sent me mm-hmm. and at two in the morning is not the time to watch scary thing i couldn't no. i couldn't finish the trailer because i was like i just i couldn't do it that's spooky. um at two in the morning yeah. i'll have to retry it <laughs> yeah. now but um the I don't remember what it was called even. I just remember there was one shot of like this this kid's mother standing in his doorway, and like you know how how they do the thing the horror thing where the limbs are a little long and oh, the nails the fingers are a little long like and it. the eyes are glowy. It was just it was just a little freaky. But the that night I had a dream with that kind of character in it, and so my dreams tend to be very intense and I get night terrors sometimes and so sometimes I will wake up and I will still be having my dream so I'll wake up and see things from my dream and, and that night I had that so I, I had a dream of like a this entity that had entered our home No. and I woke up and it was standing in the doorway and I was like nope, didn't! <laughs> And that he came is, and sat, sat by me, and it went away. And I was like, "Okay, it was just a dream. I'm good." That is way worse than my nightmare that I had. It happens to me. It doesn't happen to me as often as it used to. The apartment we used to live in, oh, there's God. just something in the corners of the walls. All the, it must have been just shadows or something. But I would constantly wake up and see like things in the corners of the room and nope. like freak out. And then John <laughs> would have to be like, "What's wrong?" For me to be like, "No, everything's fine. What are you talking about?" <sighs> well, how much time do we have?
1: Well. You want to know what's interesting, and we can end up cutting this out. I think something messed with my portion of the <gasps> recording, but I'm not sure.
0: We'll have to take do a look after. Do we have after. more time now? We might. If we do, we'll have to re-record yours, because, like, this the pergadural purger- the needs to be...
1: We'll have to see because
0: now this is operating a
1: little bit differently than it was during my original recording, which I already tested at home before I came over here to make sure it was good. Oh, no. The clock was stopped. I could be user error. Or it could be
0: pergrivedural.
1: Yeah, I've been staring at it trying to figure out why the clock was stopped. So I don't, um, we'll, we'll look at the SD card after and see what happened. Freaky. But we have more time.
0: That's good. Mm, potentially. Maybe. Well, if need be, we can, re- we can even be recorded tomorrow if we don't have time today. I'm so sorry if your SD card is haunted now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's we'll okay. see. It's we, okay. We have time. We'll check it out. Well, after. Yeah. We'll, we'll- <laughs>
0: Been, I, it's really, really weird if it did I've cut been, your section. I've been
1: eyeballing it and I'm like, mm, that's really sketchy.
0: Weird. Yeah.
1: So I don't know what happened, but it appeared to be recording the entire time according to up here during my segment, but according to
0: this time clock, I don't know. We'll see. Weird. All right. Well, we'll finish up with Annabelle and then and then test that out. That's so weird. And We'll take a pee break. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't have a whole lot. I don't have a whole lot left here. Oh. So you, you um... have all
1: the time in the world. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I went on YouTube and found a video that Sparrow had made. Um, it was actually a live video, not at the time of me watching. The son in law, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um explaining how they move Annabelle because, you know, she goes on tour and in this instance they were moving her Yeah, I know. I wouldn't want to touch her. No.
1: Thinking about it. It was
0: it was actually it was very interesting to watch and, and you know, looking at it through um a believer's eyes it's terrifying and like no amount of holy water is going to make me touch that goddamn doll and then looking at it from a skeptic size it's really funny and, and adorable how much <laughs> they go through before they move a doll Aww. um so <laughs> um the reason they were moving her in this instance is they were moving her from her new case to her old one so they could do maintenance on her new case okay so um allegedly ed warren had told him this is how you move the doll again the skeptic in me is finding an issue with him saying that inhuman spirits do not possess objects i just like i keep coming back to that and just being like so why like what's going on here why all that effort and maybe there's there's a connection that i missed that explains why maybe why there's they have a museum of haunted objects. Maybe that was a misquote from the book. It said it was a direct transcript, but maybe it was a misquote. I don't know. Could be an energy attachment of some kind. Yeah, to it, an, it's very well, odd. Well, because when I think demon, I think living host. Yes. Yeah. I don't think yeah. object. Because there's no energy in that object, really. No. To, to manipulate. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. It's very interesting. So um, the man who actually moved the doll, Sparrow did not move the doll. He had a lackey do it. The um, lackey's <laughs> name was Dan. Um, oh, Dan. <laughs> so first, both Sparrow and Dan were blessed by a priest. Um, they then soaked Dan's hands in holy water and covered them in gloves. Because there's like, Ed was very specific. No direct contact on your skin with the doll. Okay. Um, and said that he had to move as quickly as possible. Some other rules with the doll don't give it much recognition. So... Um, a, a, back to the original story. The reason that Ed said that the doll started really getting stronger is because they were giving it attention. Oh, the acknowledging. Yes, it all the it, time. like you were you were bringing it into reality, which again mm. kind of goes back to the mass hysteria idea of like if you start to believe in it, it's real. And I do believe that like whether it be a genuine spirit or mass hypnosis, a uh, mass hypnosis, mass hysteria that believing in something is going to give it power in one way or another. So that that makes yes. sense to me. Yeah. Um, and something else that freaks me out is that that I've consistently read is don't look it in the eyes. Just the like beady little button eyes. Just don't look it in the eyes. That's what
1: they say about pegs. Yeah. Don't look
0: her. Don't look it in the eyes. Yeah.
1: Don't make direct eye contact. And if you do address her, If you don't address her anyway, yeah, you know, for politeness reasons, I guess. Yeah,
0: wow, it's very, it's very interesting, and also again goes back to us giving things like making them human because it's a doll; it doesn't have eyes, really. But you know what I mean. To the soul, so yeah, so we're kind of thinking, don't look it. I mean, it's a freaky looking doll. It's not as it's it's not as you know, textbook Hollywood horror freaky as the doll in the movie. Yeah. I think it's scarier though. In reality, something yeah. about like an innocent little raggedy and doll being,
1: it's so unassuming. Yes, dude, I would unravel the shit out of that. doll. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh
0: man. Well, had I been the original,
1: you know, yes. Roomies.
0: Yes. I would have just given it away. You, you want to start moving around in my house? Goodbye. Yep. Um, so he before they even opened it he reads a binding spell i'm gonna read a little bit of it it's a long spell i started transcribing it as he was speaking it and it just kept going and going and going and finally i was like all right we're just not gonna do the whole thing yeah um Jesus Christ is mentioned a lot spirit to spirit in the name of Jesus Christ with the authority Jesus Christ gave me as a Christian with the power of his precious blood I blind bind any entity not of the Lord Jesus Christ nor in worship to the Trinity residing in on or around this property or within any building in this property I take authority over all human and non-human spirits not of Jesus Christ in the air water ground below the ground fire ice electricity netherworld and satan- satanic forces in nature operating within this dwelling building Dwelling, building, and land. I claim this dwelling, building, and land for Jesus Christ. You as a dwelling, building, and land belong to and must submit to Jesus Christ in his name. I also bind all evil spirits, including communications and interactions operating and residing within this place. I command you to immediately depart from here. And it continues to go on. Wow. Yes. Another, another interesting thing that we could probably cover in another podcast is spirits versus religion, because mm-hmm. there's obviously every religion has these kind of entities and demons and ways of dealing with them. And it's, it's very interesting how, um, you know, they're like, they say, as soon as you experience this kind of stuff, you become a believer, but it's kind of like a believer in what? So does Jesus have more power than another religion's holy figure? You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just very interesting. And maybe it is just ha- having belief in a good holy figure is all you, all you need. It doesn't need to be Jesus. It can be Buddha or whoever. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I find that very interesting. So then they say the Lord's Prayer together. Dan, so Sparrow opens the case. Dan quickly grabs the doll, puts it in the other case, and quickly closes it. After arranging it for a weird amount of time, Sparrow actually at one point kind of like says something like, okay, like you're good. He's like, I just need to like make sure it's sitting properly. Um, and then Sparrow says another p- prayer and douses Dan's hands again so some of the rules of Annabelle don't tap on the glass don't taunt her don't challenge her don't go uh, do go to church and be sure to use holy water wow yeah that is a
1: very stringent like ritual to be around her or to move her yeah or do maintenance on her house yeah
0: yeah (laughs) it's very it's very interesting
1: oh man yeah yeah that's terrifying. It's it's very, yeah, it's freaky. I don't know that I would want to be knowingly Im- the proud owner of no. something that I thought uh, was alive in some way. Yeah. I don't know if I could handle that. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> it's very interesting. I think even the idea of it being mass hypnosis still ties into even the skeptics, like the priests who was like you're just a stupid doll you can't do anything and the kid tapping on the glass um is still buying into the mass hysteria in some way because you're still acknowledging that this thing has power even right if, even if you're not believing it has power you're still saying i'm yeah. not afraid of you but you're speaking to something yeah it's still a taunt
1: in yes. some way
0: and maybe subconsciously you're opening that door for something to yeah. believe in something in one way shape, or form. yeah Cause, i mean the guy was saying you know scratch me prove prove that you're real um Yeah, but all the stuff
1: that happened initially is like really terrifying with the scratches. And I don't know, maybe when he walked into the room thinking that an intruder was in there, he freaked out and scratched himself.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Seven scratches.
0: I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, is like, that's not a human hand.
1: No, I don't. That's not a hand that I know exists. No. What has seven like claws, basically, you know? It's
0: very bizarre. Unless it was teeth. I don't see anything <laughs> about Uh <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't see anything I, I looked up seven number demons and nothing comes up. Hmm. Seven number Or seven scratches. Meaning of seven. Maybe? It's very bizarre the first thing that comes up is scratch the seven year itch and keep a spark alive in your marriage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Thanks. Yeah. Internet. And well, that's the thing is, you know, it's, it's always, um, it should always be in three or maybe 13, but right. Yeah. I've only seven, ever heard of the three. Scratches. That's why, Yeah, I thought it was weird when he said that he'd seen it before and I couldn't find anything really Yeah, furthering that like, statement.
1: The thing coming to mind is the Sally house. Um, and the little, Do you know about that? Mm -mm.
0: Oh, my God. I I mean, I might. I'm not good with names, (laughs) but I don't think I do.
1: It's a little girl. Um, This story was very popular in the 90s. I think it made it on a couple of ghost shows, but there was a couple with a little kid, and they moved into this house, and there was supposedly a little ghost girl named Sally who had short, curly hair, big blue eyes, and she was real tiny in a baby doll kind of dress situation. Um, that was haunting the house. And they thought it was Sally that scratched the, like the husband in this family scenario. Um, but I don't know that it was, I think there was actually three spirits in this home. One of them was Mr. Gordy. One of them was Sally and one of them was unnamed. Um, I can't really remember.
0: Mr. Gordy is very familiar to me. Yes. I
1: don't know why Sally is not, but Mr. Gordy is. So he would allegedly would play with the daughter in the home, like on the swings and stuff is the, is the
0: exorcist based on that? Cause Mr. Howdy. Nope. Interesting.
1: Oh, and the exorcist is actually based on a story. I believe of a, a boy, he might've been around the age of 14. Um, so it was a male that the exorcist is based on. Whoa. Um, and his possession. Um, um, much of what happened to him kind of reminds me of a haunting in Connecticut, if you've ever seen that movie,
0: yeah, yeah, a lot of that stuff. Um, I believe that's haunting in a Connecticut fantastic is also, movie. yes, it's one of the movies that's based on the Warrens. <gasps> There's a lot of movies based on them,
1: yeah. maybe yeah. that's why it's so hard to remember what's based on I know what they're all what's they're taking all... inspiration from what? yeah,, God damn. <laughs> dude, yeah. I don't know. I got the willies. Yeah, I don't think it about I don't, about all I don't this love stuff. it. I don't love it.
0: All right, let's do a would you rather.
1: <gasps> uh is it is it going to be like a distraction like how you watch cartoons after a horror movie or is yes. it going to be spooky? It's
0: not going to be it's not going to be spooky. <laughs>
1: okay. Um
0: this one John did say is evil though. So I'm going to give you two superpowers and you're going to pick one. Oh no. Okay. Um, I can't give you any specific details about them until after you pick one. So you,
1: Oh, you're going to give me details. I'm no,
0: I'm just going to tell you what they are, but I'm not, you can't ask any questions about them until after you pick one. And then I'm going to, I'm going to tell you some more information about them after you pick. Okay. So either your superpower is that you can fly. Okay. Or you have the power of invisibility.
1: I already know the answer because I'm afraid of heights invisibility.
0: All right. You can't turn it off. You're invisible forever. Fuck! <laughs> if you picked fly, it would be no more than five inches off the ground.
1: Ah! <laughs> Actually, that's fun. Yes. Oh, I chose wrong. Yeah, you chose Wanda. That's because you chose <laughs> I would love to waft from room to room like a ghost. Yeah. I would wear like things with a train on them. So yeah. i just kind of like, oh my God, that's so funny.
0: Oh, I can't turn it off. So I would be like the invisible man. I'd put sunglasses on. Anything that touches you. Like if you're in all of your through. clothes. No, your clothes are invisible. So like you can't wear clothes if so people know where you are because so, they're also invisible. Uh, this is a curse. It is. I'm a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Can I
1: haunt things?
0: I mean, I guess technically, if you well, if you would no, choose to. not really
1: because it'll just turn invisible too. So if I went to go hide myself in a doll Or wait, do I, I can you you're still I you're still that? your size. It would have
0: to be a large doll. Not not like you're large, but you know, like a human-sized doll. Yeah, that Like would a be mannequin. Freaky. Yeah ew i hate that but then
1: wouldn't it too become invisible i
0: think the rule would end at that point like you anything you wear is invisible (sighs) but like if you pick up a chair people are going to see the chair moving
1: okay fun yes
0: so So i'm a a poltergeist yeah
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh i'd be such a good poltergeist that'd be fun can i still use things like electronics or you're still you you're just invisible okay wow
0: that's terrible but also fun. I don't know which one I would pick because I wrote it. So like, no, I mean, knowing both no, of them, yeah. I would pick flying. I think I still would have picked flying probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel Because like I don't you know would've. what I would do with invisibility. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I would, like, it's my nightmare, not my dream of accidentally hearing people saying things that I'm not meant to hear. Yeah.
1: That's the thing is like, I wouldn't use that power for eavesdropping no. because you're just gonna hurt yourself. Knowledge, yeah, knowledge is power, but I'm a cancer. I'm sensitive. So, I, yeah, I, I don't would just, I'd, I'd have
0: it for a week and then I'd just kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> but that would be funny if anything
1: I touch literally, yes, like, you know, like became the, invisible. Say you, you enter the house
0: and the house just disappears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, someone trips over your dead body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's that smell? But Ugh. you can't find
1: <laughs> you can't It's a nightmare find for me. everyone. <laughs> oh my God, that would be my
0: last <laughs> vengeful act that's oh, terrible yeah. i just
1: feel like you're a thrill
0: seeker so you would have picked. oh flying. my god yeah i'd fly up really high and then i'd turn it off and i'd fall and then i'd turn it on see that's
1: the thing yeah. i thought there was going to be a caveat where i would definitely like unalive myself by accident
0: yeah, it suddenly turns off and you can't pick yeah. one that or, would also be a good one yeah
1: or it's too high to be useful like airplane level high yeah you,
0: you can only you can only go outside of the stratosphere oh my and you god can't i would have a panic attack and then fall obviously
1: (laughs) oh my god that's a really good question but John's right that is absolutely evil (laughs) maniacal feral (sighs) yes feral (laughs) i love that one
0: (laughs) how come i always choose wrong though i don't know (laughs) it's It's not conscious on my part but i might be targeting you just not consciously i think you're subconsciously doing it. i might be
1: just like i'm low-key subconsciously haunted (laughs) (laughs) oh man what a good one yeah well, do you want to wrap this up so we can actually
0: see whether my perger Yeah, whether we lost was... perger. Um, <laughs> yes. So, um, again, stay around, um, stay tuned. We will be having a fun, special Halloween release episode where we interview a psychic. Um, and be sure to follow all of our socials. We are at Devil's Dirt Star on everything TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, threads. And be sure to give us a five-star review or follow us, you know, even if you can't do anything else, that's a a big way to support us is just following us and listening to our episodes. That's what gets us where we need to be so we can do this full time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And let us know if there's anything you would like us to discuss. Yes. Or
0: if we got any inaccuracies or if you got a headache from this episode. Oh yeah. Please let me know. Again,
1: photos that we post. They'll be censored. I'll share those with you. But, you know, if you've had an experience due to this episode or if you've had your own Annabelle or Perger experience, please let us know.
0: Also, friend of the show, Natasha, if you listened to this whole thing, despite your very real fear of these such things... God bless you. If you didn't, I understand.
1: Yeah, it doesn't change anything. We'll still play d d Yes. We've got a good campaign going. Yes, we do. <laughs> well, until right. next time.
0: Stay dirty. Stay dirty. <laughs>